Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast, Wellness Walks. I'm Hannah Bright, the women's wellness coach, and I'm here to talk to you about topics covering all things women's health, both physical and mental. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get stuck in. Hi guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're all having a fantastic week. I know I am. I'm absolutely loving this these perfect winter days, the sunshine, the crisp days. I've had lots of walks along the beach, listening to different podcasts, and hopefully this is what you're doing now. Hopefully you're out enjoying the sunshine somewhere on a walk whilst you listen to this wellness podcast. Um, so today's episode is going to be um, me at giving you five tips to be successful with your diet because I am deep in the trenches with my clients at the moment, both private one-to-one clients and also my group coaching clients um, who are on diets to feel their best for the summer. And we are preparing in advance because my friends doing a crash diet for three to six weeks and expecting to see massive results um, is just not the way forward. We all know that now and we won't go into that today. But yes, so deep in the trenches of the diet life because I'm also prepping for my wedding in June. Um, So I thought I would come at you with my five tips to be successful with your diet if you're on a fat loss diet at the moment. Um, These are the easiest, quickest, most simple things to implement to be successful with your diet. I'm not saying the process is simple and easy because being on a diet is not easy. Losing fat is not easy. If it was, then people wouldn't be struggling to lose fat. Um, But yeah, so let's get stuck straight in. My number one tip is to make sure that you're tracking your calories accurately, tracking your food intake accurately, making sure that you know your, your calorie amount to be in a deficit and you are tracking your calories. If you stay within your calorie target, your calorie deficit target and track it accurately, you will see fat loss. It is science. But you have to be tracking accurately, which a lot of people don't. People track loosely. They guess the weight of the bowl of rice or they, you know, pop in a medium banana when it's a large banana. They don't really track sauces or oils or um, dressings. Milk in their coffees and teas, just it's not a lot of milk. It's just a dash. We won't bother tracking that. All these little mistracks things we are not tracking at all or not tracking accurately add up. So it might just be 30 calories of milk in your tea. It might just be 30 calories of tomato ketchup. It might just be you were under, you were um, under tracking by 50 grams of rice, not a lot, but that's another 70 calories. And before you know it, we're 200 calories over today. And that's today times that by seven for the whole week. And we are starting to come out of the calorie deficit that we are thinking we're in. That's when it becomes frustrating being on a diet because you feel like you're tracking your calories. You are, you know, putting it into my fitness power. You, you, you feel like you're on a diet, but actually the calories you're eating are not quite in a diet. So you're not seeing results yet. You're doing the activities as if you're on a diet. So that's when it's super frustrating. So please track accurately. Use an app like MyFitnessPal and weigh your food, weigh your um, porridge oats, 
weigh your rice, even weigh your vegetables, weigh your fruit, you gotta weigh. And it might sound really pedantic and just stupid, but it's not because that's how I get clients epic results. So make sure you're weighing, make sure you're scanning stuff, the barcodes on the back of packaging, make sure you are tracking oils, you are tracking sauces, dressings, drinks, not just milk, but you know, if you go out and buy a soft drink or have a smoothie or whatever it is, make sure you are tracking accurately, correctly. And also make sure, you know, when you do search for, I don't know, um, uncooked pasta, make sure that you pick the right pasta because there's hundreds of options when it comes on there because we can input the data ourselves. So you could put your own um, data in for pasta and you could do it wrong. And if someone else then picks the pasta that you've done wrong, it's hundred calories too low or 20 grams of protein too low, you're gonna select something that's incorrect. So make sure that you are checking that, you know, or you you pick the, the average pasta. So if there's quite a lot of pastas that are coming up as 100 calories for 100 grams, I don't think that's correct, but then that's probably right. So choose the most common result, if that makes sense. So make sure that, the, that what you're inputting is correct. Um, I think that is all on that one. So tip number one, track accurately. Tip number two, when you're on a diet, you might feel a little bit hungry because you're on a diet and you're in a deficit and that's what happens. You're not, you shouldn't be starving, you shouldn't be not able to concentrate, shaking, feeling lightheaded, feeling faint, not able to do your workouts, your calories are too low. <laughs> but you might feel a little bit hungry. You can, you know, completely function normally on that level of hunger. You know you're on a diet, but you're fine. Um, but, you know, to keep you feeling fuller and more satisfied and keep hunger at bay as much as possible, we wanna be having high protein meals. We want to have a high protein diet. So that, you know, your food comes, majority of your food comes from your three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So make sure they are high protein. So for breakfast, we're talking, you know, protein powder in your your oats or your smoothie or your shake, um, eggs, we're talking omelets, we're talking smoked salmon, we're talking um, bacon medallions, Greek yogurt, you know, lots of protein sources in breakfast. Same with lunch, tuna, chicken, um, baked beans, tofu, and same with dinner. Make sure the majority of your meal is protein. That's going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. Plus, it, we burn more calories digesting protein than we do the other macros, carbs, and fats. Therefore, we're actually burning calories digesting protein. So again, a winner when you're on a diet. Um, and also, it's the building block of muscle. So we're going to get toned if we hit our protein target. So yeah, protein is key. And that is another massive tip for being successful with your diet, because you're not going to be so hungry, you're going to be more satisfied, you're going to feel fuller. And you'll also be contributing to weight loss through the, the burn when we're digesting protein. Number three is to make sure you eat foods that are high volume. So what I mean by that is making sure that your meals are full, your plate is full with lots of vegetables, lots of fruit, lots of low calorie or low calorie fruit or, or salad. So bulk those meals out with vegetables that are low calorie. You can have a massive plate of vegetables piled high for like hundred calories, 150 calories. Whereas if you're picking, you know, high calorie foods, like our healthy fats are quite high calorie. Avocado is high calorie. Nuts are high calorie. Nut butters are high calorie. Cheese is high calorie. Um, seeds, things like that. They're all really healthy and good for you 
but they are high calorie. So 100 calories of avocado is going to, you know, not even be half, well, it might be about half an avocado. That's not going to fill you up. Um, so fill your plate with vegetables and salad and low calorie fruits like berries and apples and oranges and things like that. So make sure you bulk your meals out. Um, and, you know, be wary of your snacking. If you bulk your meals out with protein and veg, you probably won't need to snack so much because snacks can really eat into your calorie allowance. Um, so do be wary of the snacks you're having. If you're grabbing things like protein bars or snack bars in general, they can be quite high calorie. Yes, they can be healthy. Yes, they can be good for your protein target. And I do use them myself from time to time, but they will eat into your calories. You could be, you'd be better off having two rice cakes, which are 20, 30 calories each, um, with low fat cottage cheese on top or with tuna on top, you're going to feel fuller. They're going to take longer to eat. You're going to enjoy them for longer. You're going to feel fuller and the calories will be the same, if not less. So yeah, volume foods, think volume. Um, the next thing I say is tell people you're on a diet. All right. A lot of the issue that people have is the peer pressure they get from people around them. You know, oh, just have some chocolate. You know, one packet of Smarties won't hurt. Won't hurt. One piece of cake won't hurt. But if you give in to that one piece of cake every time someone says that to you, before you know it, you've had a piece of cake a day. Um, or one meal out won't hurt. Or one drink won't hurt. You know, don't be boring. You know, whatever you get, we can get quite a lot of negative comments or snidey comments when you're on a diet or when you're trying to be healthier or when you're. Yeah, you, you know, you're focusing on your health and well-being. Um, so I think being open and honest to people is a good way to do it. You know, if you say to someone, I'm working on losing some unwanted body fat to make myself happier, to make myself healthier, and I've invested in this in myself, someone can't then say, oh, no, I want to sabotage that and make you unhappy and not lose weight or gain weight because I want you to come out and have food with me because that's selfish and that's not very supportive. So hopefully the people around you won't be like that. So I think it's really important to try and be open and honest, be proud of what you're doing, show them, you know, when you're making progress, they're going to start coming to you and asking what you're doing a month, two months down the line when they're seeing the progress, they're seeing you looking healthier, losing unwanted body fat, having more energy, looking brighter, more confident, stronger, faster, fitter, they're going to come to you. So yeah, I would be open and honest and just, yeah, confident in your journey. And then the fifth tip is to be patient. That's the hardest one for a lot of people, but it is key because fat loss takes quite a long time. You know, you've probably put fat on over quite a long period of time. It also takes quite a long time to get it back off again. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a couple of weeks or even a couple of months. It can take three months, four months, six months, a year to get to your goal, depending on how big your goal is. And it can be frustrating when you're only seeing one, maybe two pounds come off a week, maybe even less. That can be frustrating. But if you fast forward to six, 12, 14 weeks time, in 14 weeks time, if you're just losing a pound a week, you will have lost a whole stone. That seems pretty satisfying um, in just 14 weeks, which, you know, time flies. 14 weeks will go by in no time. If you just tick the boxes needed and stay patient and chip away with that one pound a week over the next 14 weeks, that's a massive achievement. So please be patient. And those times when you're struggling um, 
you know, with energy or sleep or you're hungry or you can't be bothered to go out for your steps, they're the times when you need to push through and not give up because that's when we see the biggest change. Usually, and probably previously, you might have given up at that point because it's too hard. It's not worth it. But when you push through and you see the progress the next week, you know, pushing through those hard times is what's going to make a difference. And like I said earlier, it's not easy losing body fat. If if it was, then, you know, everyone would be skinny and no one would be trying to lose body fat. And no one would be struggling and, you know, everyone would be in the shape they want to be in. It's hard, all right? But you can do it. You just have to be patient and give it time. All right, so that's my tip number five. So tip number one, track your calories accurately. Tip number two, high protein diet. Tip number three, volume meals. Lots of vegetables, lots of salad and low calorie fruit. Whole, like big voluminous meals. Pack those meals out. Less high calorie snacks. Number four, be open and honest about people about your journey and hopefully people around you will support you. And then number five, be patient. All right, that is it. A nice short snappy one from me today, but hopefully you found that really helpful. Hopefully you got something from that that you can implement straight away. But if you need some more support or you want some accountability or you want to hear more about how my coaching works, please message me because I have some spaces available at the moment and I would love to help you to get to where you want to be, you know, in the next 12 to 14 weeks. Life-changing. So either message me on Instagram, Hannah Bright Wellness, or send me an email, hannah at hbwellness.uk, and let's have a chat. Otherwise, have a fantastic rest of your walk, fantastic rest of your day, and I'll speak to you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed that episode. If I can ask you a big favor, please, would you be able to rate and review this podcast? I would massively appreciate it. Otherwise, if you want to connect with me, I am on Instagram at Hannah Bright Wellness. And one other thing, if you think there's someone that would benefit from listening to these podcast episodes, then please do share my podcast to them. Any friends or family members you think that will enjoy it. Otherwise, I will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you.